This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soul Stone, episode number 26, Monster Power 10. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. You have quite a treasure there in that Horodric cube. <laughs> From the far reaches and burning depths of sanctuary comes Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo podcast. It's beginning to feel like some great evil is permeating the air around here. Now, your hosts, Nevik, Breja, and Jen. Stay a while and listen. Coming to you from the proverbial Dawnforge pouch, this is episode 26 of Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Saturday, October 20th, and I am your cheeseball, Nevik, and I am joined by my two co-joys. Brasia, how are you? I am fantastic, thank you very much. That's great to hear. Why am I talking like I'm a radio host? Um, Jen, how are you? I'm actually doing well today, which is rare, so I'm enjoying it. Yes, fall is finally upon us. I'm so incredibly ecstatic about that. You you just you don't understand. I'm so sick of the heat. <sighs> but yeah. Um we are not joined by our fourth musketeer, Lantonio, tonight. Um I I sometimes fail to mention why or that he's not here. He he is more or less our fourth host. It's just he you know, he's a musketeer. He he's kinda like um he's kinda like a mercenary, I suppose. He shows up when he's paid. And, uh, well, I guess I've forgotten to pay him, so he's not here. But that's okay. We will continue on without him. So we will start off with what we have been doing. Um, I do believe that we had a patch drop on Tuesday, so I'm hoping that uh, at, at least most of us got some time in the game. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll, start with, uh, we'll start with you, Jen. What have you been up to? Um, I haven't had a lot of time to play because I've... As I've said before, I do freelance writing, and I ended up writing about almost 100 blogs in the first 15 days of October. So, um, yeah, not a lot of time to play. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, do, are your fingers, um, like, do, do you keep them on ice when you're not typing? Yeah, they're, they're like, constantly, you know, already in the position you would need them in, to be in to type things. You know, it's just permanent now. Yeah. Oh, well... Yeah, it's lovely. In, you know, in that case, well. you've already got part of a Halloween costume ready to go. You yeah, know. you know. Yeah, it's called Overworked Freelancer. There you are. <laughs> um, but I did have a little bit of time to play. I downloaded the patch. And then when I started to play after the patch was all set, I had a couple of glitches um, pop up. They had a breaking news thing on there that said that they were having some kind of trouble with the authentication servers. So I was kind of like, oh, that's not a good sign, you know. And it did take a long time before I could log in, and then it booted me right back out, and I had to log back in. So then I finally got in there, and I got to play. I finally started uh, Nightmare Mode with my Barbarian. 
So I just jumped right into that. I didn't mess with the monster power thing because, you know, I had already gotten booted out of the game. So it's kind of like, well, I'm not going to screw around with anything else and make it, you know, difficult or whatever. I want this just to, to work, you know? Right. So I just started playing and I don't know how long I played, but it wasn't that long before I started seeing the message pop up that said that the server was going to be shutting down in 15 minutes. Mm. And that wasn't too cool. You know, I was in the dungeon you're in before you go to save Kane. Right. And I picked up a couple, like I got uh, one of those blacksmith pages and one for the jeweler. Mm -hmm. I think I picked up a second one or something. I've never seen these in game before, ever. Right. Do they do they only appear in Nightmare or? Yeah, uh, they start appearing in Nightmare. Um, it's pages of blacksmithing or jewel crafting or jewel jewel crafting, jewel something. I think it, jewel. Uh, yeah. Wh whatever okay, it those. is. Yeah, <laughs> those the pages. So I had I had one of each, and then I picked up a second one when the server thing started to go. And I had like nine minutes left, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get to that checkpoint, you know, right before the cinematic thing pops up, where you know, Caden comes out of the little door, and the little skeletons follow him, that whole thing. Um, and at nine minutes, it just went poof. Oh, so. And I'm like, oh no, you know, it just went poof, and um, there it was. <laughs> and huh. I'm like, um, okay, so what happened to the little things I've picked up in the meantime, you know? I had two. I'd never seen them before. They were kind of cool. And, we're, you know, what happens now? So um, I couldn't log back in. I tried and I got um, an error one, which it said was there was an error loading heroes data. And I'm like, oh, my God, everything's gone. Everything's oh, no. gone. I'm going to be like, you know, looking at a little naked character back in, you know, normal mode. And I'm like, no, you know. So, of course, at that point, I did what everybody does when they can't play their game because it's down. I went on Twitter and complained about it. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, I did that. And then I figured, all right, I'm going to wait 15 minutes and try again. And I got in, and I didn't have any more glitches after that. So I finally got to experience Nightmare mm -hmm. for the very first time ever, not messing with the monster power at all. I just figured I'm going to leave it be. I'm just, I want to play, you know. <laughs> um, and it was really fun. You know, I don't know if... I can't really tell you, I don't have a perspective on what I'm seeing in terms of is this nightmare mode or is this in reference to the changes due to the patch because I've never been in nightmare mode before. So it's hard to differentiate like what exactly is the difference here. But it was fun. You know, I like that the zombies are slightly less stupid now, you know. <laughs> Yeah. They kind of come towards you, you know, sort of, <laughs> as they should. Um, and there's more of them, so that was really awesome. Um, I did have one of those pages that I'd picked up while the server was crashing. It disappeared. It was just gone. And it started me over at the start of that dungeon, but, you know, I kind of went on from there. You don't need to worry so much about losing that page because uh, you're, you're going to you're gonna see hundreds of them drop. And I did. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't know it at the time. It was right. like worrying over nothing, but I didn't know, you know, it was something I had never seen before. Um, so I got as far in the game as where you turn in the crown to Hadrig. Mm -hmm. So that's like as far as I've gotten through. And so my barbarian's level 34. Did you encounter now. a champion or rare pack? Or... Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> if you mean like the monsters that are gold, yes, I've run into blue. those, yeah. Yeah, I've run into some of those. Um, at least a couple of them killed me. <laughs> I know that. But I don't remember. I've been um, sort of blogging screenshots over at... Um, Sean and I have a new, I guess, 
blog compilation thing. Mm-hmm. It's called nomarket.org and it's got everything on there. So if you really want to know all the little details about, you know, all the cool stuff I did every time I play, I end up blogging it over there. Um, so there's all that. So yeah, there's a bunch of gold monsters I ran into. I know a couple of them killed me. Um, one of them I know was those uh, grotesques. Mm-hmm. There were three of them. Two of them were blue and one of them was gold. And so I died. Oh, <laughs> you know? So- so you got a champion and a rare pack at the same time. I, I must have, because that's what they were. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, so I died and came back and then, you know, finished that off. So that was kind of good. And I got, um, I finally got the achievement for Hassling Hadrig, which is not easy to get, or at least wasn't for me. Yes, uh, I don't think I've gotten this. Bracia, have you? No, not yet. Yeah, I, sadly, I haven't really been as, uh, thorough with making sure that I got all the uh, conversation achievements, but Jen, explain to Bridget and I what Hassling Hadrick involves and, and where the trip-up is on getting that achievement. Okay, so here's how this worked. It was the last... Um, this last little bit was the last part I needed for the achievement. And I'd gone through Act 1, and I knew I was missing a little portion of Act 1. You know, something he said in Act 1. And I've been through Act 1 a bunch of times with some of my alts. I never got it, you know, so that was kind of... I couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong, you know? I kept talking to, you know, talking to him every time I went back to town, nothing different. So here's how this works. You have to have gotten in far enough in the game where you've opened up the little path in New Tristram so that the mayor's cart is not blocking it. And you have to get to the point where, like, every time you come back to New Tristram, check to see if Hadrig is standing where he should be with all the blacksmith stuff. There will be a point where he is not there anymore. And at that point, um, Kane has a quest for you. And the quest he wants to give you is the one where you go and help Hadrig to kill his wife, Mira, who's turning into a wretched mother. She's in the cellar with all the other townspeople that are turning. Don't take that quest if Hadrig is not standing at the blacksmith thing. Instead, what you have to do, you have to look, you see that Hadric's not there, Kane has a quest for you. Don't take the quest. Instead, go run down the little streets of the town all the way over to where Hadric is standing as if you'd taken that quest, and then talk to him. And with my barbarian, she said something like, she asked about his wife, and he said his wife was ill, and she said something like, I hope she gets better, or sorry to hear that, or something, I don't remember. Um, And that's the little piece that I was missing. That part. So then after you talk to him and you get that, you know, checked off in the achievements box, I guess, um, then go run all the way back through the town, back to Kane, and then you can take the quest where he tells you to go help out Hadrig. And then you go all the way back down the town to Hadrig and continue on from there. But you can't get this the first time you play through the game because you haven't um, opened up that part for a while of it, you know, and... It's. I think you have to go through it first to know to even, to even do it. You know, if you don't have your blacksmith unlocked, if you're a first-time player, you're just playing Diablo right now. There's a point where you kind of unlock the blacksmith a little bit. You know, and I don't think, like, I don't think you can get this straight through. And if you go through and you figure, okay, I'm gonna get all of the conversation things. I'm gonna talk to all of these particular NPCs every single time I go back to town. You're still probably gonna miss this particular one, because it's all the way down there. And you know, if you see a quest, you figure okay, well, that's what I should be doing next. I should be doing that quest. And by following that logic, which fits throughout the rest of the game, you actually miss that little piece of the conversation. Yeah. Tricks. So. Yes, but I finally got it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm pretty happy. And uh, the only other notable thing was I said hi to Swaying Mango, 
who was playing while I was playing. Cool. Yeah, yeah, he's still yeah. been pretty diligent at playing, hasn't he? I guess so. He was on when I was on. I'm, I'm sure he's on more than me because I've had very limited time. But um, it's always cool to say hi to people in game. Yeah. Once upon a time, I do believe he his main was a demon hunter, and then he saw the uh, saw the light and decided to go over to the wizard. And unfortunately, yeah, what us wizards are kind of kind of in a weird place right now. I'll go into that a little bit later. Speaking so, of the wizard, um, I actually wrote a little blog. I'm still trying to catch up on mm -hmm. the pieces about the calendar, the, the artwork in the calendar, the Diablo 3 2012 wall calendar. And I did the one for August, which was about the wizard. Yep. So there's yeah. a little more of that in there if, if anyone wants to check out the blog. What a surprise. My, the month of my birth is also the wizard in the <laughs> calendar. They must have made it especially for you. I know. Just for me. I'm so happy mm -hmm. about that. Thank you, Blizzard. <laughs> so, Brazia, what have you been up to? Well, uh, a lot of work and things of that sort right now. I'm busy season with the boys, their sports and everything. But I have played a little bit of Diablo, and I was able to... Um, I said to my son, you know what? Patch 105 just dropped, and why don't we go test it out for like an hour and see how it went. And then five hours later... <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, we just had, right. yeah, we had so much fun with it. It's just, um, we really, the thing we really focused on was the, I still call it the player's X, but it's the monster level. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we tried a few things. Like I heard monster level three was supposed to be similar to what the game was like before. So we started out with monster level one just to see what it was like. And it was like, okay, we're one-shotting everything. You know, I mean, we're playing with level 30 characters. We're not even trying to do the end game. Those. Right. Um, I so had you're my... you're using monster power level in nightmare mode. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, I was uh, playing with a level started out with a level thirty monk, and he had a level thirty five wizard, and uh, that combination was actually really fun to play because it was just like I could jump in there, grab everything together, and he would just AOE everything around me while I just kept myself alive long enough. Yeah. And it was just a, it's a lot of fun to play that. We had a good kind of um, back and forth between each other. And then we decided, okay, you know, let's try Monster Level 4, see how much harder that is. And it's a little bit, but still it was very manageable. And so we, we kept going doing that for about an, an hour. And we're like, okay, you know what, we're supposed to get better gold find, magic find, and more experience. So let's pu punch it up a little bit, see what happens. So we go, okay, let's try 10. And... <laughs> It was fine. We were we were destroying a lot of things, and then we ran into our first champion pack. Forget it. <laughs> we must have, the two of us must have died about ten times before we finally killed this thing. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean, because it, it ended up being like an arcane and wall one. Oh. And so it's like we kept getting trapped, and we couldn't get out. <laughs> the arcane would just you know spin around and kill us. So yeah, it was funny though. I mean, we had a good time with. It. Then we dropped it down, and we figured that our our sweet spot is around monster level seven, and we took that all the way through the the end of Act One and Nightmare. And what was great was that the boost that you get with the experience as well, because I mean we basically in about a three or four hour, and we're not fast levelers, you know, jumped up about seven levels for me, and it was at least four for him. So I'm, um, you know, for me that was like wow, and, you know, it just before it was. You know, it, it felt like it was still a grind to level up, and now it's just with the monster level, it kind of helps a little bit extra boost there. 
but when we kept running into a wall again with the um, uh, the skeleton king, he had about uh -huh. four hundred and twenty thousand health mm -hmm. with monster level yeah. seven. That wasn't too bad. Then we dropped it down to monster level six, and we one shot him. You know, it, was, it took a while because it was like three hundred sixty thousand, and the most damage I was doing was seven hundred, and he has mm -hmm. like six hundred and fifty. So it took a while to whittle it down, but it was. Um, it was much more manageable just going down one monster level. So what's nice about this is the fact that players are going to be able to kind of customize their game a little bit to the way they want to play. Like, hey, okay, you know what? I've got good gear. I'm ready to go for the next level. Just push it up a little bit. Or, you know, I'm kind of stuck at this part. How can I get myself to the next thing? Well, you know, lower it down a little bit and try that. Mm -hmm. But that was a lot of fun. And then I was talking today for a little bit with, uh, say, Motorspark. And uh, he was, you know, telling me that he was enjoying this patch as well. He was having some fun with it. He's mainly trying to work on getting the infernal keys. Right for the infernal machine. Exactly, and he had he gotten two of the three of them already. And he was working on the third one today. He said uh, it wasn't super difficult to get get them, but it was like tedious because you had to first get yourself five nephilim valor, and then right. it basically just keep farming until it drops. So. Yeah, I I encountered two of the key wardens, and uh, the first one I did at monster power level one, and didn't drop it. I mean, gee, no no surprise, I only had a ten percent chance for it to drop. And then I did it. Um, I think I was doing act one inferno at monster power level three, and I encountered I was, and I encountered the uh, the key warden out in the fields of misery in act one, and he didn't drop his, and I was like. Darn it. Oh well. <laughs> Only had a 30% chance. One in three. I'm quite interested in running with uh, monster power level in, in the, you know, early on in the game to just see how much quicker you can level up. Because, oh, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, if, you, if you're twinking yourself, I mean, there's no reason not to jack it up. Because, I mean, you can probably jack it up close to 10 and still one-shot everything if you twink your your low-level character well enough. Or if you get a Hellfire Ring, you know, there's no level requirement on that. You can pass that down to your level 1 alt and just wreck face. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, something tells me it's going to be a while before I get a Hellfire Ring. <laughs> so, Monk, huh? Oh, yeah. It was, it was fun. It was just something different that I wanted to try out. I mean, I have most of my other characters are anywhere from 20 to now 37. So I figured try something new and empty out my bags a little bit more <laughs> instead of saving all those yellows I was waiting for on my alts. I, I had a lot of fun with the monk up until about hell, and then, then it got very, very tedious and painful. I can see it. Like once, If I get stuck in the middle of some, of a pack, if I don't have something else to kind of jump out to, you know, it's very easy for them to just kind of pound me down. Um, yeah. But if, the, if they're spaced out a bit, it's a little bit easier for me to jump from one target to another and kind of whittle them down quickly. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just seems like his base attack seems to be a little bit less effective than some of the other classes' base attacks. It just seems that way to me. I mean, the other abilities are they're great, but it just seems like uh, maybe it's just the level I'm at, and maybe it's just that I don't have the right stat set up yet because I really haven't. I just went and played the, the monk. I'm not like looking into fairy crafting or anything on it. And I think it seems to me that it's a little bit difficult to keep the spirit rolling up mm -hmm. to continue to do my other abilities. 
and the base attack of just basically, you know, punching targets, it just doesn't seem as effective as say like the Witch Doctor's Dart. Seem more effective. Right. Yeah, that that was the one thing that I noticed about the monk is that um you know, your your base attacks and your spirit spenders, you know, there's it's like your basic attacks don't do a whole lot, and then your spirit spenders take so much spirit you can't spam them. I, I kinda wish that they would you know, drop drop the spirit cost on on those abilities and, you know, bring bring their damage down in line for the you know, the amount of spirit that you're expending, but you know, it doesn't have to be a one for one, you know, nerf it's, or well, you know, balancing. It could be, you know, drop the cost, but you know, only drop the damage a little bit just to balance it out. Because the monk, I still think that the monk needs some help. Um, uh, of course, my wizard, I, I'm still not sure what's going on with uh, with the development team and what they want to do with the wizard because cl clearly they're they're not happy with the critical mass synergy. And uh, I I decided to try try it out in Act Two and. At first, I was like, "Wait, I how how do I set the monster power level?" I was like, "It's not showing up." And I was like, "Okay, well m maybe it's uh, maybe you have to change the quest." So I, I clicked on that, and it, the monster power level thing wasn't there. I was like, "Hmm, I bet they hid it away in the menu system, just like they did with elective mode." So sure enough, you go into your options, into the gameplay menu, and there it is. There's a checkbox for enable monster power levels. I was like, "Blizzard, come on!" But uh, I was like, all right, sweet. So I turned on Monster Power Level 1, and I started going through Act 2 Inferno, and uh, yeah, the uh, defensive nerfs, yeah, they they suck. <laughs> oh yeah, you feel it now. Oh yeah, and, and I, I was like, I was on Mumble with uh, Lantonio and his brother-in-law and his friend and um, some other guy, I think, and... We were all like, man, this really, this really kind of stinks because, you know, it's like monster power level two and three is supposed to be where the game was, you know, prior to 104 and mm -hmm. bring it to that point. And, but it's still harder than it was beforehand because your defensive abilities have been nerfed. So it's like, oh, yay. Woo. <laughs> yeah, I, I ran into my first champion pack and I was like, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, man. And I like almost got gibbed. I was like, okay, yeah, I definitely feel a lot squishier now. So I uh, I then dropped the monster power level one down to down to level one, and it felt pretty good. Uh, I I still th it, it may just be perception, but it feels slower now. It just I it's just not quite as fun as it was. And I I understand that they needed to do something to Storm Chaser because it was ridiculous how how crazy I mean basically you had no cooldowns on any of your defensive abilities or anything mm -hmm. so you you could just you know piano key your keyboard and and maybe they did it so that they don't get you know so that their players don't get repetitive stress syndrome in their wrists and hands and stuff like that but um one two one two one two yeah but <laughs> it's just it doesn't feel right anymore and I, I went back to Wicked Wind, and even that felt a little slower than it than it, what I remember prior to prior to switching over to Storm Chaser. But uh, you know, I, I adjusted my my playstyle just a little bit, and I've been tweaking my build a little bit. Um, I tried I tried going back to my ice armor, 
uh, this the um, I'm trying to remember which one it is. It's the last rune for Ice Armor, the one where it basically gives you a whirl, whirl, whirlwind. No, not hurricane. There we go. That's that's the skill that I'm looking for. It gives you kind of like a hurricane effect, mm-hmm. and but the defensive ability or the defensive bonus from Ice Armor isn't really great. So uh, sure, it drops melee damage by 12%, but without any bonus to armor and your resistances with the prismatic armor on power on on the um oh my goodness i totally forgot what the base skill energy armor <laughs> there we go the pris- <laughs> i was like oh man what i i'm i i haven't played the wizard in you know two weeks and then i come back to it and i've i've forgotten almost everything but um yeah it 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 just didn't feel right so i went back to using the energy armor with the prismatic armor rune and it feel I, I'm definitely not as squishy as I was without using the energy armor, but it just it doesn't doesn't quite feel quite the same. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. I may go with a ranged build, but uh, there again, um, the wizard isn't so great at ranged unless you're kiting. I really hate kiting. Really, really do not like it. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. I will tell you that in the meantime, I swapped out my. Uh, wave of force for the teleport with the calamity rune and that's actually I'm, I'm surprised i didn't go with that before because going with calamity kind of gives you the same effect as a wave of force just without the um, projectile reflection i think it'll be quite useful oh one other thing uh i did jar of souls earlier today and i had five nephilim valor and th- this was weird because when i completed the event no rares dropped, and I was like, wait, what? That's kind of weird. But then I ran it again later with Dark Soul. Um, he joined me, and we ran it, got Jar of Souls again, and two rares dropped out, of, dropped out of it. So I was like, okay, that's a little strange. But there is one important change that I've noticed. I don't I don't know if this was in the patch notes, but uh, they changed the Jar of Souls event so that when the timer runs out, you, you know, prior, prior to 105, everything would die. You know, everything would fall down and die but mm-hmm. now in 105 when the timer runs out they just stop spawning and they're still all there so you still have to kill them all hmm. so. yeah that's interesting i didn't get that when i went into game i got matriarch's bones this time which i hadn't had yet since the beta so um that was cool to get the achievement for that but normally like jar of souls is my favorite but i haven't tried it yet you know, with this new change where they don't all just, you know, hit the floor like little puppets with their strings cut as soon as the timing runs out. How was that? Was that difficult to get through all the rest that were still there? Not not for my melee wizard. <laughs> I mean, it was Act 1 Inferno, so I I overgear Act 1 Inferno. Even even though I was playing on Monster Power Level 3, I wasn't having any, any difficulty at all. It was just the champions and rares they have substantially more hit points and because i'm a melee wizard i'm not as focused on you know front loading my damage so it could take a while <laughs> and then then of course there's always the problem where they're like plagued or molten or or something like that where the bad on the ground just stacks on top of itself and then all of a sudden you'll be like you'll you'll you're doing fine you're like full health full health full health and then all of a sudden you'll see your life just go and you're like oh time to get out of here (laughs) 
And you're like, oh yeah, there's a lot of poison on the ground. I should probably get out of there. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Um, I finally got my wizard up to Paragon level 21. So I was like, yay, small victory there. <laughs> and nice. I had absolutely nothing of any worth drop for me at all. <sighs> Aww. Yeah. Uh, the 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 night that the patch dropped um, on Mumble, I, I do believe uh, Antonio's friend, uh, who's Zinx, um, he goes by the battle tag Zinx, something something something. I don't remember the numbers, but um, he he was the one who had an IK helm drop for him when he had zero magic find gear on. <laughs> well, he had a he had the witch doctor helm set piece the set piece helm drop for him. And everybody's like, "Ah, oh, you, you, you punkus! <laughs> why, why do you always get the best left with the drops?" And, and yeah, I get nothing. I never get anything good. When, when I, when, when I do get something, it's always a duplicate of something that I got before, like the bulk, the Bolkathos wedding ring. I was like, "Yay, another one of those! Sweet, cool, sell so, it." Yeah, they're no, worth nothing. Oh. No, they're, they're worth nothing. <laughs> well, then give it to a great co-host. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jen, once you get up there, you, it's all you yours. Have, yep, it's awesome. all yours. Yay. So. Shiny little loot. So, yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. Um, I, I, I'm kind of at a crossroads. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Because I'm, I'm not having as much fun with Wizard as I was. And I do think it has a lot to do with just how fun Storm Chaser was. So, yeah. Keep <sighs> looking around. You might find something else. You never know. Yeah. Well, the, there's the Archon build, but uh, I don't have the equipment to run it. And that will be fun once I do get the equipment to run it. But until then, that seems to be like the one of the few wizard builds that is effective um, with higher level monster power levels. Um, well, up to a certain point, because mm. uh, you do need to be able to kill creatures very quickly in order to keep your Archon form going. And if they have, you know, what is it, uh, at monster power level 10 in Inferno, creatures have 349, no, 3,439% health that they would normally have. Cake, right? You're yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they do 371% of their damage of their damage so it's like oh yeah I just keep running so. <laughs> yeah just keep running as a uh, as our as our frenchy friend master doe would say just got to keep running but uh so um dear listeners uh we're kind of brainstorming we're, we're trying to come up with some new ideas of, of what we can do in our show um we're so i i'm putting this out to you guys as well um, what what do you want to hear on the show? I, some of our brainstorming ideas is like, um, I, I do believe that we had a um, a segment that was very very short lived with uh, <laughs> with the Brazier's wife calling into the show, and uh, we 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 gotta we gotta convince her to come back and, and do more of those. And uh, Jen had a couple of ideas, and I was thinking of doing like you know if I I find a particularly amazing item and by amazing I mean atrocious I would you know showcase it so but uh yeah what what do you guys what, what do you guys want us to 
to add to the show. You know, we're we're first and foremost, emails are still the priority of the show, so that's not changing. But you know, I just want to mix it up a little bit. You know, we've we've been around for a year now, so we should spice it up just a little. You know, just so it doesn't go stale, as you might have noticed with the new intro. <laughs> so, um, yes, please send us an email to. Uh, show at ShatteredSoulStone.com and of course you can send your thoughts, feedbacks uh, feedbacks, uh, feedback and or complaints about you know, wizards being nerfed to that address as well but before we go into our emails, I did want to mention our sponsor, which is Audible you can go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get a 30 day free trial with your trial you will get one book credit, which you can use on on an audiobook from a huge catalog of over a hundred thousand audiobooks to select from. So no matter what your taste in books could be, you're gonna find something that, that you would love to get. With your 30-day trial, you will also get access to the digital versions of the Wall Street Journal and New York Times. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe I've forgotten that. Anyways, and then of course, if you continue past your 30 days, you will get a book credit every month from on until you you cancel your account or until the world ends which may happen in december we don't know but uh <laughs> so go to bit.ly slash ssp book today and um a- anybody have a good suggestion for a book for anybody for our listeners to try out if they haven't already gone to audible I think they should check out The Dark Tower, the entire series by Stephen King. But that's seven books, so you want to start with The Gunslinger. But yeah, you'll dig that if you haven't already read it. Good choice. So let's go into our email. Uh, Our first email is from Commander Bird. Jen, would you do the honors? I can do that. So Commander Bird says, hello, pod soul casters. Commander Bird here. Pod soul casters. It gets different every week. It does. Very creative. Uh, He says, has it really been a year? It has not seemed that long. I understand going to a game like World of Warcraft. I am in a Star Trek online fleet and play that alongside Diablo 3. 1.0.5 is out today when I send this, and I will be trying it out. Wow. Um, Commander Bird, I'm going to have to talk to you because... um... Once upon a time, I did play Star Trek Online uh, for the first month that it came out, and uh, yeah, don't have any friends left that still play the game, so what what am I saying? I don't have any time between Diablo and World of Warcraft, but we'll see. Anyways, carry on. Anyway, he, uh, <laughs> he goes on to say, what are your thoughts on this patch? You can pick your monster power level 1 to 10 and get added bonuses with drops and gold. I want to challenge everyone to see who can go the longest at the highest level and see what drops you get. You can pick the level and see what class can handle it the best. And that is from Commander Bird. I, I haven't kept my finger on the forums in terms of which class is currently doing the best at monster power level 10. Uh, I do remember that back on the PTR, it there were barbarians, you know, who were doing the their previous you know whirlwind build and it was still functional provided that you had the gear for it and they can pretty much run monster power level 10 at no problem Uh, occasionally they might die because you know they might just get gibbed (laughs) but other than that um, it 
looked like it just took a lot longer to kill things, so I don't know if anybody will actually farm at Monster Power Level 10. I think Monster Power Level 10 is probably only going to be for people who are going to farm organs from the uh, from the different portals that pop up um, when you create the or when you use the infernal machine. So uh, because at Monster Power Level 10, you have a hundred percent chance for an organ to drop. So if you drop that down to Monster Power Level 5, then you only have a 50% chance. So it's for every level that you increase it, it's 10% chance. So so at 1, you have a 10% chance all the way up to 10 for 100% chance. So I, I think that's where Monster Power Level 10 will come in for the most part. Because otherwise, I'm going to be playing at 1 or 3, somewhere around there. I haven't figured out where I should be playing it yet. But from what you're saying about the Barbarian, it sounds like I could probably move it past, you know, whatever it starts on. Does it start on 1 or does it start on 0? Zero? 0 is effectively no monster power level. In fact, uh, monster power level is where it is actually on. Well, there, there's a blog post. I, I, we'll just refer our, our listeners to go read the blog post because it will explain everything in much greater detail than I can remember right at this second, but um... Oh, that's uh, cool. I'll just, next time I go in, I'll mess with Monster Power and see how I, I will tell you this, in Inferno, as soon as you turn on Monster Power level 1, it makes everything a monster level of 63. So everything is a level 63 monster. So it, it essentially makes any, you know, Act 1 and Act 2 as quote-unquote difficult as Acts 3 and 4. So that... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so if, if you can do Monster Power Level 1, then it, even if you can't go much higher, it is definitely more beneficial to play at Monster Power Level 1 than to play at Monster Power Level 0. In, unless unless you just want to, you know, steamroll everything since they nerfed Inferno again. Um, if, if you just want to relax, then, you know, turn it off. Go to MP0 and just, you know, roll over everything. You'll, you'll still get the added benefit of, um, if you can do Act 3 at Monster Power Level 0, that's probably better than doing Act 1 at Monster Power Level 1. Probably. It, it'll be a while before we get, um, before the community provides detailed analysis on that, so we, we will have to see. So that just throws a whole lot more numbers into the game for me, then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. No, numbers are your friend, Jen. Oh, yes. They just love me. They make sense all the time, and they sit still, and the digits never move. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yay, dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll just pick something at random, I think, next time I play. and I don't know how I'll be able to tell you what number I picked, but, you know, it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be playing at Monster Power level 10, and you'll be like, oh, is this one? It seems so. There's easy. a one in there somewhere, right? There's one. Okay, it must be it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to my world, you know. <laughs> Poor Jen. So our next email is from Master Doe, and I will tackle this one. Hi, dear Soul Stoners. It's Master Doe once more. First of all, I'd like to wish you a happy birthday. You know what? Mine is in ten days. Oh, really? Well, happy early level up day. Well, probably by the time this comes out, it'll be. Happy post-level up day, Master Doe. Um, no killing. Well, I'll have a glass of French red red wine for red, our birthday. I promise. <laughs> Happy birthday. 
Next, I wanted to send you my congratulations, Brasia, for your level 60 puke doctor. Uh, sorry, I had to make an editorial edit there. Um, that made me happy for a while, too. Uh, Jen, great. it's just great that you enjoy the Demon Hunter much more by now. I am currently leveling up my female barbarian and just realized how far the gameplay between these two characters are. God, they just don't have anything to do with each other. But even if the fun is different, they are both fun for sure. I also have advice for you. Keep focusing on one class at a time because since you are quite low level, it is not a problem, but beyond a certain point, you'll become muddled between gameplay, skill shortcuts, between characters, and so on. I, I can that, understand that. Makes that makes sense, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I do think I'm going to stick with the Barbarian for a while and just see how much farther I can go. Yeah. Instead of switching back and forth. But then if I play with Sean, I'm going to be playing my Demon Hunter because yeah. we play those two characters together, so... You can play two two different kinds of characters and and keep their gameplay straight. I I don't think that will be a problem at all. Probably, but you know we started those two characters on launch night. Yeah, that's yeah. why my demon hunter's named thirty seven because era thirty seven. So I don't know. It's just kind of fun to sort of keep those sort of uh, at the same point as each other. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. But mostly, I think I'm going to be trying to stick with the barbarian. Yeah. I definitely think the Barbarian's a lot more fun than Demon Hunter, but... Um... Oh, I like the Demon Hunter, too, but, like, you know, like was just said a second ago by Master Doe, they have nothing to do with each other. They're completely <laughs> different ways of doing things. Yep. And that's that's the beauty of it. And, uh, at least until, you know, we have our first expansion for Diablo 3, you know, we're only going to have these five classes. So, I I'm hoping that the first expansion will bring in a couple more at least two more. I, I think that would be that would be ideal because then we could really mix things up. But anyways, I, I'm totally sidetracking off of Master Joe's email. So let, let me get back to it. Now where the heart hurts. Nevik, I must say that each time I saw a nerf on Wizard Prox, I felt pain for you. Well, personally, I haven't played my Melee Wizard for a while. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> since, since some other leveling required my attention. So that... I did not feel the problem by myself for real. Blizzard said they would try to get everything kind of equal. Yeah. If everything is mediocre, then it's all, you know, it's all... <laughs> so they first nerfed uh, in attack speed, and now it's procs and crit chances churn. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, sort of. I mean, the crit chance, they didn't nerf it. They just nerfed the effects that it could potentially proc in addition to it so but uh blizzard said uh, oh wait i just read that i really hope next will be the all resist because everywhere i go i hear you can't get further without a bunch of all resist anyhow or you'll die at each corner and i don't feel i don't feel it's right dropping all of my cool other stats not even for armor but just all resist yeah, it does feel a little counterintuitive, intuitive rather, as uh, our listener Chad said in his email last week. But you might actually be a little surprised at how much better you'll get or be able to survive. So I understand your anger, but be patient. Diablo 2 was not grown in a year. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> so will be Diablo 3. Trust me, since the Demon Hunter story could also fill books to tell. 
Really? The demon hunters had problems? <laughs> I felt the same, thinking Blizzard doesn't like the demon hunter at all for quite a while. Finally, I have a question for the community. Has anyone completed the demon hunter achievement about killing 100,000 demons? Because I'm near 140 hours on my demon hunter and over 50 hours on my second one, over 30 hours on my first hardcore demon hunter, and wow, about 12 hours impressive. on my challenger hardcore melee demon hunter. Wow, Master Doe, you really like the demon hunter. Yeah. But awesome. that's but that's for another podcast. Sorry. And I still haven't completed it. I only have killed nearly 48,000 demons. That one achievement will take me days, weeks, uh, maybe I should say months. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love you guys. Cheers, Master Do, your French Grandmaster Hunter friend. P.S. I can't agree with Tensor about Nevik's humor. The point is it's just mostly misunderstood. Ah, oh, thanks, <laughs> Master Do. <laughs> I got the same problem with my own girlfriend since we don't understand each other's humor, but other people do. What leads to weird situations sometimes, believe me. It's still humor since some people understand both as at least funny. P.P.S. And yes, Grandmaster Hunter means I beat him Inferno, guys. Sweet. Hey, congratulations. Ooh, congrats. Yeah, congratulations, awesome. Master Doe. Uh, how how did you survive the realm of terror? <laughs> that was not fun. <laughs> Pulled a blanket over his head. <laughs> and, and just uh, close your eyes, shut them tight, put your ears, or put your ears in your fingers. That makes sense. Put your fingers <laughs> in your ears, <laughs> and then go la 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 la. There's nothing outside there. That's right. It all go away. It all go away. <laughs> Well, that that's fantastic. Thank you, Master Doe. I am quite interested to hear what this hardcore challenger melee demon hunter is. So, yeah, that sounds pretty neat. Mm-hmm. It sounds painful. It sounds, sounds really cool. I want to hear it. I probably can't do it yet, but um, I want to hear it. And in answer to the question, I don't have that particular achievement about killing that many demons yet, because I haven't played nearly as much. Um, so there's that, but I think where he was saying about uh, the demon hunter, you know, having their own story to tell. I know in the beginning they had like no defensive at all, really, <laughs> to speak of. You know, right? If you yeah. got caught, you know, if you didn't get out of the way, you were dead. Um, so I think he's kind of maybe going from there, and then how things have changed from that point on. Yeah, maybe. It's basically yeah. just keep running and then run. Just some keep more. running and run some more and lay some traps and run some more and lay some traps and shoot over your shoulder and run some more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> so our next email is from Chad Brasia. I, I would, I would love for you to take this one. Absolutely, Chad from my backyard in Boston. <laughs> so, <laughs> Chad writes, "Hi guys, this is Chad from Boston again. One of the new things in 1.0.5 is that once you are enabled uh, monster power, all the monsters are at level 63." So it seems like playing through the only Monster Power 1 is a huge bonus in the quality of loot dropped. Problem is, you cannot play the public game with any Monster Power. Mm, yes, this is true. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because I really like the experience of playing with others. It makes it more fun to do run-throughs. 
but now there is no logical reason to ever play a public game as your XP and loot drops will never be as good as playing Monster Power Level 1 on solo. It is like Blizzard has now removed any incentive for all, at all for players uh, playing with each other. If I have all my facts correct on this, it kind of sucks that you have to choose between the fun of group play and getting good or even decent loot. Do you have any thoughts on this? Thanks and keep up the great work on the podcast. Chad, Ripley1307. Thanks, Chad. You are almost 100% right, except mm-hmm. for you You can keep mo- Monster Power level, or Monster Power is disabled for public games. This is true. But private games, you can still have it enabled. So you can still do group play mm-hmm. with Monster Power. It's just you have to, they, they have to be your Battletech friend. So, so that's that, easy enough to do. Yeah, especially with our, you know, our Soul Stoners Battletech page, you know. If you're looking for people to play with, you know, go to that page and you'll find tons of people to play with. Whether or not they're still playing Diablo 3 is another another topic. Right, <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other thing. But I don't know. If anybody finds me in-game, you know, say hi and join my game or whatever. I can't say I'm going to be as high a level as you, but <laughs> we can still play. <laughs> I do believe that uh, Monster Power definitely will impact Inferno public games for sure. Um, I, I haven't... Well, I, to be honest, I didn't really join public games too much. The only time I'd join a public game would be if I, w- when I was trying to progress through Act 3 and I got halfway through and then realized that I couldn't quite cut it with my DPS. So I was like, oh, well, you know what? I'll just go into a public game. And, uh, you know, I'm sure, surely I'll get a demon hunter who can do 100,000 DPS and, you know, be able to kill things while I tank it for him. And, you know, the great synergy right there. So, yeah, with monster power and not being able to use it in public games, that's definitely going to make public games less attractive. Um, I, there was a post where uh, monster power level zero farming is still effective. I, I don't believe that it truly is but it's still you know it's still possible you know say say you can't do monster power level one for whatever reason you know you just got to inferno your gears you know you just barely scrape by in act four hell there there i could see where you'd probably want to stay at monster power level zero or maybe go to hell and bump it up to monster power level one but you know i don't know but yeah public games definitely gonna definitely gonna hurt well i think the point though with the public games like i jumped into a public game when i you know couldn't get past belial you know Mm -hmm. i have no love for belial and belial does not love me one little bit that's for sure um and i couldn't get through it on my own no matter what i did and it was like i don't know like three in the morning my time and i'm in california so half the country was sleeping and um Nobody was on that I could say, hey, you know, from my friends list to help me out with that. So I got into a public game and uh, ended up with, um, I was playing my barbarian and I got in with another barbarian and that, you know, got me through there. So, I mean, there are still some reasons to go do the public game, but it might not be maybe your first choice considering all of this. Blizzard needs to do something to incentivize public games. Maybe, you know, with with the introduction of the infernal machine and you know how it's an homage to you know the the uber runs back in diablo 2 maybe we will see the ability to generate public games and name them and you know 
as you could in Diablo 2. It, it would help with the trading scene for sure. Um, maybe a little bit. Yeah, something's got to be done to make public games more attractive. Because not everybody out there is going to have, a, you know, a friends list full of people playing Diablo 3. And maybe they can't solo as quite as well. and they Or they just prefer to play with other people, you know. Maybe try to make new friends. You know, it's possible for that to happen. But once you hit Inferno, then it's like, well, there's no reason to do that anymore. So, I don't know, Chad. But you're more than welcome to join in with any of us. You know, if I'm on and you're on, just say, hey, let's 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 run together. That way we can still have the benefit of monster power and you get the opportunity to play with other friends. So I hate to sound like that's pretty much our only option, but that pretty much is our only option right now for if you want to play with people and have monster well, it's power. Always, it's always more fun to play with like friends or people you're getting to know online than to jump into like one of these random ones, you know? Yeah, and it's even more fun when you're on Mumble and you can make fun of Lantonio. <laughs> That's not fair. He's not even here to defend himself. That's yeah. true. He's not here. Mm. Uh, it's okay. He he gives me plenty of ribbing while we're on Mumble, so it's all right. It's all in good fun. Lantonio knows I love him. What well, I did notice on the blog post that they have about the monster power um, on the official Diablo site, and they do just have a little blob a uh, little blurb in there saying that they know that it's not going to be available in public games at the future's launch. So they're looking at the possibility of adding it and that ability in the future. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's a coding problem or difficulty. I think it might just be, they wanted to kind of keep it under control and, and monitor it and making sure that more, most likely people who know each other will play it or they'll play it on their own and they'll be able to kind of judge how it's going in the community with that before they say okay let's open it to everybody and let them do what they want and make sure it's not just an issue of players being mean to each other or something you know hey join join a public game and you get in there and a level 10 and you're just getting killed like every second i don't know that also introduces where if they allow you to you know choose a quest that you want to join a public game in and the monster power level that would segment the potential you know, games that you could join even more so. And if a lot of people aren't in public games, that just might, that might kill that off completely. And how does that work? Like if, okay, if I've got it set at, you know, monster level one or two and I can't beat Belial and I jump into a public game and that person set it like eight or nine, what is the public game set at? You know? It would be basically whoever considered the leader of the group. Oh, okay. And it's kind of like in how they have the um, the random dungeon finder in World of Warcraft, where it, everyone gets thrown into a group randomly, and whoever, you know, what some person randomly is given the leadership. So whoever is given the leadership, would, it would be based on, on their settings for the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes a little more sense to me then. Yeah, yeah. and I, I just thought of something. I wonder if you create a private game with Monster mm-hmm. Power Level, and then you have that option... Actually, I, I wonder if that option is even, if you can even do that. Previous, you could, uh, if you created your own game, you could open it up to the public. And then that would, you know, that would put your game into the queue for public games. So anybody on that quest could then join your game. But I wonder if it would either disable the monster power level as soon as you open it up to the public. Or if it would not allow you to open it up to the public. So I'm going to have to test that tonight. 
and and see which case it actually is. Yeah, my thought is if it might work similar to if you're trying to adjust it and you're not the leader of the group in a private game, it just grays everything out. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because so otherwise you'd have people it. fighting over what level that they want to be playing at. They'd be switching it back and forth, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you can't adjust it in-game, so that that probably definitely would make me think that it's going to be grayed out, that you cannot open open up a monster power level game to the public, so... Because th- that would require the game to then readjust everything down to monster power level zero in order to make it public. Yeah, like, what we're doing right now is my son and I were running a game together, and if we wanted to change a level, uh, he was the leader at one point, he exited out and it automatically brought me out of the game too. I couldn't right. stay in the game. So, yeah. basically... You know, if the leader leaves, then everybody leaves out of the game. So I don't know if that's part of the Ooh. setting for it. That, wow, that actually, that's going to create, well, I, I guess you could say that could create some griefing, but given that a private game requires you to invite people that are on your friends list, then, you know, then you're just griefing your friends. So it'd all just be good fun, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could see where that could suck, though. You know, you kill a boss and a whole bunch of really cool stuff, and your friend goes, oh my god, a legendary! And then you're like, oh, I better exit out of the game really quick so he can't get it. Oh, <laughs> oh that's evil. Blizzard, why did you do that? Bad Blizzard, bad Blizzard. <laughs> it, should, it should keep you in the game. It shouldn't boot you out. That's silly. Ah, oh, okay. Anyways, um, we're we're digressing a lot on this, but uh, we received an audio finally from uh from my friend Rillandune, and uh, let's let's just give it a listen. Greetings, stoners. It's your friend Rillandune here, wishing you from the very bottom of my heart a very happy one year anniversary. And I want to congratulate you on such a monumental achievement and such a big undertaking on such a seemingly risky endeavor. Now, when I first heard about the Shattered Soulstone podcast and the format it was going to take, I'm not really sure who even told me about it. You know, I don't even remember. I don't know. Some, some guy, I guess. I immediately thought that it was a, a very risky undertaking, that the prospect of the community aspect for a game that's not an MMO, so it's not a persistent world, seemed quite intriguing, to say the least. And what has come of it is a fantastic show that I look forward to listening to every single episode. And you are absolutely to be commended for that. The community that you fostered has grown and become such a huge part of the show. And I count myself lucky to be among them. I am so happy that I was able to join you for the Diablo 2 and Diablo 3 gaming nights. They were a blast. They were so much fun. And you've really taken on the challenge of producing a community-driven show again for a non-MMO based game and it's an incredible show so much fun and a pleasure to listen to I think the very best aspect of the show is that you've realized that you found the three person host team that really truly works and you've stuck with it and it's a great trifecta of hosts the absolute best trifecta of hosts imaginable and you really just stuck with it the whole way through you've got Breja who is the the Every you know, every gamer who's dedicated, you know, there's a whole lot of shaking going on over there. But you know, he's not 
too crazy hardcore like he's you know dedicated he, he knows exactly what he's doing he's got his level 60s he's working on his paragon levels and then you've got jen who is i hesitate to use the word casual i, I actually kind of hate that word but you know she's exactly like me jen and i are kindred spirits we both started with the demon hunter moved on to the barbarian finished up act uh not uh finished up on normal uh, with the barbarian and play about the same amount and and i love that i had that connection with jen jen you're awesome and you know that, that she represents those people who you know don't play you know 800 hours of, of the of d3 by now and then of course the, the the final the final of the three is who's just so dedicated to to diablo the entire series and the universe and such a hardcore player i mean hardcore to the core and really knows his stuff and you know really uh conveys that knowledge is is of course lantonio and between the three of you it, it is the perfect trifecta of hosts and you've never bowed to the pressure of feeling like you needed a fourth host and that's great that is wonderful the world just needs the three of you brazia jen lantonio perfect perfect show host and i commend you for keeping it that way don't ever add a fourth host i think you're doing a wonderful job uh, the synergy between the three of you is is excellent and i of course love the show and i will continue loving the show for as long as the shattered soulstone goodness keeps coming cheers so okay brill i have message received um yeah never add a fourth host uh the, the combination of brazia Jen, and lantonio is Flawless. I got it. I got it. Um, here's an extra helping of uh, of red red wine for you. Red red wine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you. Th th that's actually um, really really kind sentiments. I I have to admit I was like, well, knowing Real and Dune, I I knew I knew there was something coming at the end. I I just. I, he was building it up the entire way, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm waiting for the other the other shoe to drop, and certainly it did. <laughs> but, man. <laughs> but he did say some nice things before he kind of got to that part, I guess. Yeah. I, it was, <laughs> you know? th that part at the end was just all tongue-in-cheek anyways. Yeah. yeah. Very, very, very nice sentiments, indeed. Thank you, mm -hmm. Real. I really appreciate that, because... Uh, I, I really couldn't do this show without Brasia and Jen and Lantonio and without the listeners such as yourself and everybody else. So <sighs> I, I still can't believe that we're now over a year old. It's weird to think about. It really is. You know? <laughs> but it's been it's a like, fun really? year. It's yeah. been a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, and I wanted to um, touch on, Rillandoon was saying uh, that he didn't want to call me a casual player because he didn't like the word casual, but that's totally cool. Any video game I play, by the time I get around to playing, I'm usually pretty tired. And so that um, all ability I have to focus just disappears. So um, casual is fine. That's probably an apt term, you know, and I'm figuring you mean it in a positive way. Yeah, there there is a lot of negative connotation behind the casual you know moniker and some of it you know a lot of it is relating to i mean wow players the casual wow players who can't raid and blah 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 don't have time it's like you know what just because they can't play or I, I shouldn't say that they can't play just because they don't have the time to commit to you know doing a three-hour raid 
two nights a week, every week for months on end. You know, that that doesn't mean that they're any less of a player. Certainly there are lesser players out there, but, you know, just tossing out casual just means you're, 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 you enjoy the game, you know? And that's the point. If, if games were a job, then where's my paycheck? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, when I go to play Diablo, I just want to kill stuff. If I'm in there killing stuff, I'm happy. That's great. I'm not worried about, you know, Clearly, I didn't care about monster power for this first one. You know, um, I can't read a lot of the numbers enough to really sit there and micromanage every little detail and max out every stat and everything. That's never going to happen for me. I don't care. I just want to go in and kill stuff. You know, that's good. <laughs> that's pretty much my philosophy for this game. Yeah, as long as you're having fun, that's the important thing. Because if mm-hmm. you're not having fun, then why are you doing it? Exactly. Yeah. Thank you again, Ro, for the kind words. It was. Uh great to hear that along with just the support we've had over the last year from everyone in the community it's been a lot of fun really enjoyed it yeah and we are now the um i do believe we are the only other diablo podcast out there there's only fluxes and ours now that has stayed strictly diablo because diablo off the record is now dungeon crawler they've opened it up they oh yeah they're no longer just diablo 3 focused they they will cover Diablo 3, but they'll cover everything else as well. So, yay! We're we're one of two Diablo podcasts out there. So, yay for us. Because yep, I, do believe, cool. I do believe the Worldstone Keep... Um, I don't believe they've posted anything to YouTube in quite a while. So, uh, it's it's actually kind of, kind of depressing. Because I really think that Diablo 3 is a great game, even withstanding all the wizard nerfs and the lack of direction from the development team and the uh, apparent hate for the wizard from Wyatt Chang and <laughs> Jay Wilson. But... We need like violins playing in the background here. Yes, you know? <laughs> yes somebody really please play one. me a violin. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, I still love Diablo 3. I really, really love this game and I, I really look forward to the emails that we will continue to receive over the next year and the next year because as long as we keep receiving emails, we will keep doing the show. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I've been reflecting about it too, um, playing again you know, a little bit more. And I mean, I really enjoy it. Like I've seen compared to other games that are out there, you know, every game has their own style. Every game has their own story. I really, you know, looking back at it, you know, thinking about what we've done over the last year, like talking to Richard Knack and talking to Nate Kenyon and the events leading up to the game, I think it just, it was so much anticipation and expectation that even if it was in everybody's mind the perfect game, it was never going to be. Right. It, it just, it was just too much to it. And I think, I think the game is excellent on its own. Obviously, 10 million people thought it was good enough to buy it, at least. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, for me personally, I enjoy the story. I'm listening to it, you know, going through it again, listening to it. Yeah, it was kind of predictable in some parts of the story, but I think that in the world of De- of Sanctuary, it was the right story for it, for now. And yeah, I've really enjoyed that. I think the gameplay is decent. You know, it's not terrible because I've played games that, yeah, they are terrible gameplay. You know, I, I think they've been trying to do the right thing. It's just that there was such a high expectation for it that it couldn't go anywhere but down. 
and that was unfortunate right. for it. You know, while other games have no expectations, and everyone thinks it's the greatest thing on sliced bread, but you're looking at it and going, really? It's like looking like Pong. Why do you think it's so much better? Yeah. <laughs> there were 12 years of, you know, anticipation and mm -hmm. expectation for Diablo 3. And, uh, you know, Diablo 3 did not fall fall flat on its face like uh, like another game like Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Diablo 3 came out and it was in it was immensely playable. It it wasn't perfect, but you know, it was incredibly fun. And I think where we're at in 105 is a really really good place to be in, you know, for uh let's see, it's October now and the game released in May, so <laughs> You know, we've only had the game for five months, and the game just continues to get better and better. And, you know, hopefully the next patch will hopefully not be 106, but... 1.1. I don't... PvP! Uh, I don't think it's coming this year. No, I don't. I don't. It's... I mean, it, it seems like we're getting a patch every two months, so that means the next patch might come in December. In which case, do they really want to do that? You know. Yeah, PVP right before Christmas, when you know Christmas is supposed to be, you know, a time of caring and, sh and sharing. Well, and I was thinking <laughs> more along the lines: if there's anything, if anything goes wrong with that during the holidays, you know, mm -hmm. the people that have to like, you know, answer the phones essentially as to why is this broken and what happened, and all the people that have to then get off of their holiday and go fix it. I mean, I don't think they're going to drop something as big as that during like right before Christmas. Just from logistics, you know? Blizzard needs to do something to, you know, I, there, there's been a lot of negative sentiment out there on the forums uh, with, you know, between the nerfs and just, you know, just them waxing poetic about, you know, the game not living up to Diablo 2. And it's like, okay, yeah, but you're, you're still wearing rose-tinted glasses and looking through 12 years of nostalgia. So, you know... Of course, it's not going to be as great as Diablo 2 patch 1.13 D, B, whatever it is. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's we're, we're in this for the long haul, and the game's going to continue to get support. But I, I think what Blizzard needs to do is they, they may have to announce the first expansion sooner than later. Just just to get just to get Diablo 3 back in the minds of, you know, those that have, you know, left. They're, they're like... You know what? Diablo 3 sucks. It's not as good as Diablo 2. Forget Blizzard. I hate Blizzard. And then, then you know, they'll announce the first expansion, and then they'll be like, Oh my god, 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 oh my god. I, 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 I need to kill more demons. And, and you know, so, <laughs> I, I think that's going to happen. They, but, oh man, I wonder when BlizzCon 2013 is going to happen. I, I'm uh, hoping they're going to do that. a... Sp I hope they're going to do it in the spring. I, I think they really need to do it in the spring because I think Diablo 3's expansion is going to be the big announcement or the big reveal, as you would say, because uh, mm -hmm. I don't think Project Titan is still ready for the limelight. Probably not, yeah. And, like, I was going to go to BlizzCon last time, and then my sister got married and needed me to be a bridesmaid, and it was, like, right at the same time. Like, okay, forget it. It's looking like my brother might be getting married soon, so I'm thinking oh, that's no. going to hit at the same time. No. Yeah, it's a, it's a little up in the air still. Um, okay, so Jen, what you need to do is you need to mm -hmm. sabotage your brother's relationship. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I like her. She's cool, and they have two kids, so. Oh. <laughs> no. Okay, never know? mind. Just ignore everything that I just said. 
<laughs> they have two kids. They have two kids together, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, yeah. they should definitely get married for for their kids then. <laughs> yeah. Just not at not during BlizzCon. Just right. Just... Yeah. I mean, I want them to get married because they've been talking about it for a while anyway. But um, and I don't feel like okay, you have kids, you have to be married. I don't feel like that. They've been living like they're married for you know quite a while. No big thing, you know. I just don't want to be like, oh, could you come be a bridesmaid again and Miss BlizzCon again? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm gonna be crying at the wedding and they won't know why. You know. <laughs> well, I'm if, just so if... happy. If exactly. anybody, if anybody from Blizzard is listening, please, please try to get some information about when BlizzCon's going to happen next year, so that Jen can, you know, plant the seeds of, uh, of yeah, hey, you know, you know this. If it's month, in like, if it's in April, I'll be like, you don't want to get married in April. April. You know, you're in Chicago. It's going to rain. You know, you don't want to exactly. do that. Everybody who gets <laughs> married in April gets divorced a year later, so don't do it. Stuff, yeah, stuff like that. So, exactly, you know. Yeah. So yeah, we we need BlizzCon information soon. That that way we can start making plans because I kind of really want to go to BlizzCon 2013. Really, really want to go to BlizzCon. You know, just to experience it. Yeah, I've never been, and like I said, was gonna go, but I couldn't tell my sister no. I'm not gonna be a bridesmaid in your wedding. You know, <laughs> I mean, right. come on. So yeah. I went. And I mean, I had a good time and everything, but I really want to go to BlizzCon this year. <laughs> and I don't know if it's going to work. Yeah. So we'll see. Or, you know, I could convince them to have their wedding out here, right? Mm, yes. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, that uh, might be good. Anaheim. California's, California's beautiful, guys. Disneyland. Just come out here. Yeah, yeah, take your kids to Disneyland afterwards. It'd be great. Just come on out. <laughs> yeah, Disneyland is there we so go. much better than Disney World. Oh, totally, yes. Mm -hmm. no. <laughs> <laughs> One of their kids is little, so perfect. There we go. I have a solution. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Done. Mm -hmm. We're done and done. But uh, oh, we, yeah. do, we do have a date for something, and it's in this year. Remember the Diablo 3 Heroes, Rises, Heroes Rise Darkness Falls short stories? Mm -hmm. That's yes. going to be made available as an e-book November 27th, and... It's going to have two additional short stories. Uh, they didn't really elaborate on what those would contain. It would just um, go into more of the shadows of shadows of sanctuary, something like that. I, I forget what the what their little blurb on their blog is, but um, yeah, I, I I'm kind of looking forward to that. Uh, I hope that it's not going to be much because you know those those little short stories those were all provided to us for free. So I'm hoping right. that it, I'm hoping that it'll be cheap. Because you know, I would I would buy it for cheap, you know. Yeah. Just yeah. to have now, it. Is in it e it's form. only an ebook. It's not going to yes. be like only only oh, an okay. only okay. available as ebook. But okay. Still, well, that's still really that's cool. still good. Yeah, but then if you have like you know if you have it in a regular book format, you could get artwork, which is always fun. But mm -hmm. um, ebooks are good too. They might. I wonder if they'll do like the voices, like the characters in the game and all that. Hmm. That's that's an interesting idea. Never thought of that. That would mm -hmm. be cool. But uh, the only other thing that um, that I'm going to include in our show notes is the uh, Blizzard's Diablo 3 105 information roundup. That's going to have absolutely everything on 105. Uh, the Infernal Machine, Monster Power Level, you know, the defensive changes, the crowd control changes, you know. Forgot to uh, bring that up, you know. I definitely noticed a difference with crowd control. I 
can, I can keep stuff frozen for a lot longer in Inferno than I used to be able to. So that's kind of cool. Doesn't quite balance out against, you know, the massive nerfs I got to my prismatic armor, but whatevs, you know. Oh, that also reminds me. I have a verbal crutch, everybody. I say, you know, a lot. So I'm going to work on that. It's hard to get around that, though. Yeah, it's a verbal crutch. I haven't said it quite nearly as much as I did in our previous episode, so that's that's a good thing. I'm making progress. Yay! I think my verbal crutch, <laughs> what I've noticed, I've been listening to um, some of my previous podcasts of Inside My Head because I'm moving them, and uh, I say, yeah, <laughs> at the end of statements a lot. <laughs> Which makes no sense, except for that I'm doing the podcast at like two in the morning and I'm tired and I go, yeah, and then I go into a song. It's like, that's, that's got to end. So <laughs> we well, can both work on those things. It's better than saying, um, um True. what do you mean? <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, right. you know. <laughs> well. Oh, no. I, I I think we're getting silly now, so it's time to to do our new outro. You have been listening to episode 26 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? Well, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at ShatteredSoulstone.com. Want to join us in-game? Go to our show blog and navigate to our Soul Stoners Battle Tags page. There you'll find our battle tags as well as those of many other listeners of the show. This show is powered by you, the listener, so please send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We love social media, so come join us on Facebook, Google, and Twitter. You can find the show Twitter account at ShatteredStone. I'm at Nevik James. Uh, oh, I, I added a little funny thing in here, and I totally didn't do it. I'm Nevik James, bunny. Um, if any, That reference might might not go over so well with some people but anyways jen is at queen of haiku breeze breeze wow <laughs> you've added a whole syllable in there <laughs> oh yes it's starting to get late um even for me because i have to get up at six uh, <laughs> Brasia is at the underscore Brasia, and our fourth musketeer who is currently not here is at lantonio we would like to extend huge fluffy bunny hugs to why did I why did I put that in there? That was funnier <laughs> in my head. I'm sorry, everybody. Bunny. Uh yeah. Fluffy bunny hugs to Don Forge Productions and Medros for hosting our loot deviant show. You can find more shows from the Don Forge at thedonforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time from all of us here at the Shattered Soul Stone, keep on click click clicking. We should totally do something with the count now. Monster <laughs> level one. Ah, 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 ah. Exactly. <laughs> Monster level two. Ah, 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 ah. Okay. Sorry, folks. Funny or my head. <laughs>
Uncensored Audio here. This has been a presentation of Dawnforge, copyright 2012. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com. <laughs>